Does any of this sound familiar? You overthink before taking action. You're prone to making negative predictions. You worry about the worst that could happen. You take negative feedback very hard. You're self-critical. Anything less than extraordinary performance feels like failure. If yes, you're not alone, and you're probably suffering from some degree of anxiety. Anxiety is an emotional state characterized by feelings of worry, nervousness, and unease. Anxiety disorders affect 40 million Americans over the age of 18, and everyday anxiety affects a far greater number. Based on research, we know that similar psychological mechanisms underlie all types and degrees of anxiety, even if forms of anxiety can look very different on the surface. No matter how your anxiety manifests itself, you'll find the information you're about to hear relevant and useful. Whether you have an anxiety disorder or are, like me, just anxiety-prone by nature. How Anxiety Works Anxiety shows up as a variety of symptoms, from behavioral and emotional to physical and cognitive, which just means thoughts. No anxious person has the same set of symptoms, but everyone has some of each type. The Four Components of Anxiety, followed by examples. Behavioral Component the urge to put off important but anxiety-provoking tasks. The urge to keep seeking information rather than act. The urge to wait for a go signal from someone else before acting. Emotional component. Feeling nervous, worried, or apprehensive. Physical component. Increased heart rate, sick feelings in your stomach. Thought component. Fear of failure. Mentally replaying events when you're worried about how other people might have perceived you. Although anxiety can sometimes seem like a flaw, it's actually an evolutionary advantage, a hypervigilance system that causes us to pause and scan the environment. Feeling anxious triggers us to start looking out for potential threats. If you detect a potential danger, it's not supposed to be easy for you to stop thinking about that threat. While that's great when you're a caveman worried about protecting your family, it's not as great when you're an employee convinced you're getting fired. For many of us who suffer from anxiety, our anxiety alarms fire too often when there isn't a good reason to be excessively cautious. Why does this happen? We may have more sensitive anxiety systems, or we may have been doing things to decrease our anxiety in the short term, such as avoiding things that make us feel anxious that have actually increased it in the long term. Having some false anxiety alarms where you see threats that don't exist or worry about things that don't eventuate isn't a defect in your system. Think of it in caveman terms. In a life-and-death sense, failing to notice a real threat, termed a false negative, is more of a problem than registering a potential danger that doesn't happen, termed a false positive. Therefore, having some false anxiety alarms is a built-in part of the system to err on the side of caution. People feel anxious when they step outside their comfort zone. Avoiding stepping outside your comfort zone would lead to living life less fully. Since I'm anxiety-prone by nature, almost every major decision I've made in my life has involved feeling physically sick with anxiety. If I weren't willing to make decisions that lead to temporarily feeling more anxious, my life would be much emptier than it is today. Reducing your anxiety to zero isn't possible or useful 
Anxiety itself isn't the problem. The problem occurs when anxiety gets to the point that it's paralyzing and you become stuck. I think of these bottlenecks as anxiety traps. We're going to work on managing your responses to five anxiety traps. Excessively hesitating before taking action. Ruminating and worrying. Paralyzing perfectionism. Fear of feedback and criticism. And avoidance, including procrastination. The reason I've chosen to focus on these particular five traps is that I've found them to be the common threads that affect virtually all of the anxious clients I've worked with. The traps are self-perpetuating because they generate additional stress. For example, someone hesitates so much that she misses important opportunities, and this leads to being financially worse off. Or someone avoids feedback and then isn't alerted to real problems that could have been rectified earlier.